Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, baby. Man, I'm so jacked up. Dallas week. It's, it's a holiday within a holiday as we get ready for Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff. And you should be excited. It's it's always something that every year when the schedule comes out, people always look through this and you, you want to see all the matchups and things. But it's always about Dallas. When are you playing them? And when's the home game? So you can get the tickets. You can curse out fans in the parking lot. <laughs> those things that people love to do so much in our treasured Philadelphia holiday. And the question I have for you is what makes this rivalry special? Why does it matter to you? And you can get in at 888-729-9494, pound 9494. I'm Vince Quinn and I'm here with you until 2 a.m. when Big Daddy Graham comes in. And this is something I've had to think about. The Dallas rivalry is, is kind of a complicated thing because when it was the 90s, There was a lot of reason to hate Dallas. There was really every reason to hate Dallas because they had a lot of players that you didn't like. No one likes Michael Irvin. No one likes Deion Sanders. Emmett Smith was really good. Troy Aikman was getting a lot of love. No one liked those guys. Totally understand. And when they're winning Super Bowls and you're sitting at home when it's coming playoff time, you got a lot of reason to be really pissed off and hate Dallas and all the fans in Philly being obnoxious and all that stuff. Get as angry as you want. I understand. Dallas hasn't been all that good in a long time. We all know this. Even the most diehard Dallas fans, you had the 13-3 and stretch last year. You didn't do anything with it. And, and that's been it. Like, you've had Tony Romo fumbling snaps in the playoffs. That's the nature of Dallas football. So you think about it, and it's not the same as it was, but there is still a, a vibe to it. And it seems like it's building up again. Because now you've got Zeke in here, and you've got Dak, and you've got the rivalry of Dak versus Wentz. So it feels like we're in a new era. It's almost like the 90s are coming back again, and we're going to have this really competitive, nasty rivalry between the Eagles and the Cowboys for a long time. And that's incredibly exciting. But the question is, again, what makes the rivalry special to you? Why do you care so much about the Dallas Cowboys and Dallas Week and just knocking the crap out of them. Why? Because it's more than just a rivalry in the fact that you play them, most likely. And for me, there's one guy I can't stand in particular, and it's Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is the biggest clown in the universe. And, and here, I've just listen. I've been here when it was glory hole days, and I've been here when it wasn't. 
And so having said that, I want me some glory hope. <laughs> I mean, Jerry Jones is he's one of my least favorite people, not just in the NFL, but like in the planet. I just I want nothing to do with that guy. I would never want to be in the same room. There's certain celebrities that you you think about them and you might say like, oh, well, that basketball player, you know what, that guy, so, oh, like LeBron sucks. But if you saw LeBron and you were out at dinner, you might want to go over to his table. You might want to get a picture with him. Oh, my God. it's Yeah, sure, I don't like him all that much, but it's LeBron James. Like, if I saw Jerry Jones, I'd spit at him. I, I just hate the guy. I hate his whole demeanor. I, I hate the way that he carries himself. And it he's just the worst. The, the whole selfish, overabundant, like the way he built the stadium, it's called Jerry World. Jerry World, because they've got a screen that's so freaking big, you can't even watch the games. Fans are too distracted by it. Like, that's Jerry Jones in a nutshell. And I hate that guy. And when it comes to a rivalry, and really, I mean, for all sports, but I'm just talking football here for the moment, We always get so fixated with the teams and the players and the coaches and and recent history and all that kind of stuff. The owners matter. The owners matter a lot in who you root for, at least for me, who I root for is football teams. And Dallas is a team that I could never root for because I hate Jerry Jones. At the absolute core of it, I cannot stand Jerry Jones. I don't want to see him happy. I don't want to see his team win games. I don't want to see him high-fiving people and hugging Chris Christie in the booth and and all that dumb stuff. I, I just hate the guy. And so when the Dallas Cowboys win, he's happy. And I don't like that. And so when we can go and stomp them out 44-6 to six kind of games, it's the best. That's the best feeling in the world because it's not about beating Tony Romo or Jason Witten or Jason Garrett or Wade Phillips or whatever. It's about Jerry Jones. And so for me, talking about the Cowboys rivalry and what makes it special, why do I care? Why do I want to see the Eagles beat the crap out of the Dallas Cowboys whenever they play them twice a year? It all goes back to Jerry. There's no question about it. So Jerry Jones is what does it for me. And, And there's other things too. Sure, like part of it is you're playing them twice a week or twice a year. So when you're going to play, there's, there's the history, and the NFC East has been competitive. So all over the last couple of years, you go back every single year, it's a different division winner. And so you're competing with Dallas for the top spot. You care about teams more when they're actual competition. Like, let's say the, the 76ers are just become the greatest team in the world. Joel Embiid is just everything we hoped, and he plays all the games, and Simmons plays all the games, and it's it's just amazing. Are you really going to care about the Nets? No, they suck. Like, the New England Patriots don't care about the Miami Dolphins because they suck every year. But Dallas and the Eagles, they've been close. And it's fun because it's not just a measuring stick, but it's also like a, ha-ha, you losers. You know, you get to point and laugh at the Cowboys fans. I love that kind of stuff. It's fun. And so that's what we're going to do to start the show here. What makes this Dallas rivalry special to you? Why do you care? Why is it Dallas week? Because it's this whole big thing, and there's always a vibe to it. We don't have Giants week here in Philadelphia. There's no Redskins week here in Philadelphia. It's Dallas week. It's twice a year, and everyone's jacked up for it. Fans, players, everyone gets it. You hear players all the time when they get interviewed. Oh, well, what did you first learn about Dallas when you got here? Oh, well, no one likes him, and now I don't like him. Lane Johnson, just this week, 
telling his grandma, hey, grandma, you can't root for the Cowboys anymore. You can't do it. I don't care, grandma. I don't care that you've been in Texas for 9,000 years. You can't be a Cowboys fan anymore. Lane gets it. He talks smack about the teams. He's in it. He's in rivalry week. This is Dallas week. He wants blood. I'm kind of the same way. So what are your thoughts? 888-729-9494. Pound 9494. I'm Vince Quinn here with you on 94 WIP. And we'll talk to John and Wayne. John, you're on WIP. Hey, John, are you there? All right, well, what's on your mind? How do you feel about the rivalry? Uh, yeah, I'm glad you used the perfect word to describe this week, too, jacked up, because when the week's coming, man, you just feel like you get struck by lightning. You just, the anticipation hits you. Well, the thing that's, that gets me with the rivalry is uh, you know, Dallas is their, their number one argument. They always say, well, you know, where's your ring? Where, where's your Super Bowl ring? They're, they're talking about things that happened over a decade ago. You know what I mean? Or, or well, now it's America's like 20 team. years for them, America's too. Team. Like, who decided that they were America's team? Not me. <laughs> They're not my American team. Well, yeah, and, and that's such a dumb, outdated thing. They got that name in the 70s. It's clearly different now, and they're by no means, they're Skip Bayless's team, and that's about it. And no one likes Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jerry Jones, that ain't going to be fun with him, but uh, I became an Eagles fan because of Reggie White. Reggie White, to me, was everything you know that's the reason why that's like green day too but i i grew up in south jersey and a lot of people down there's a huge dallas following down there so a lot of my friends are dallas and so for me the rivalry goes even deeper as like you know every time we played them it was like who was going to talk smack in the courtroom or i mean out of the cafeteria the next day you know what i mean so it was like it was a big deal when they were playing you were like oh shit man am i gonna get bored that tomorrow if they lose you know yeah, and I hear you, and John, thanks for the call. So, John does bring up an interesting point. You, you might not have heard it, because, yeah, because there was some bad language. Um, but John was getting to a certain point of there's fan, a lot of fans that he knows in South Jersey that are also Cowboys fans. And so for him, it, it's a big thing because it's the people that you're dealing with day in and day out, people in your office, people you're friends with. You might have family members that are Cowboys fans, and I'm sorry. But I think that's a big part of the rivalry, too, right? It's... Like, there's so much hatred for the team and certain players, and, and I, for me, I just, I, I hate Jerry Jones. Can't stand, want nothing to do with, it. absolutely hate Jerry Jones. But the fans play such a big part in this, and I, I feel like when you look around the division, people might say, well, Dallas isn't the biggest rival over the past couple of years. And that's true. But the other fans, they're just not out in the same numbers, right? Like, I would guarantee you if you had to poll Philadelphia as a whole and, and figure out what percentage are Eagles fans and then what percentage are Giants fans and Skins fans and Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans is clearly the number two. Washington fans don't call this station. I, I don't know if I've ever heard someone who's a, a fan of Washington call this station and say, eh, yeah, I love the team and we're going to get you guys this week. Like it, it doesn't happen. Cowboys fans call in July. There's just so many in the neighborhood, and that's that's what makes this rivalry in part so great because as much as you might not like them, having Cowboys fans in the neighborhood, you get someone to talk smack with. If you didn't have anyone to talk smack with, you're not as interested. It's just not as fun. Think of being in a public fantasy league on Yahoo where you just sign up for the draft and you don't know anybody, or your fantasy league with your buddies where you just talk crap all the time. 
It's far more fun when you know people. It's far more fun when you can talk smack. And as much as you don't like the Cowboys fans being here, they make the games better. They make the games infinitely better. And so that is something that makes this rivalry great. And I'd like to hear more from you. What makes this rivalry special to you? I'm Vince Quinn. We're here till 2, and we'll talk about it. 888-729-9494, pound 9494. You can also join the show on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn. Now, when we come back, we'll continue this conversation, but we're also going to talk about someone you loved but you hate now. That's coming up next. I love the buildup. No matter how bad the season could be, everyone is ready for Dallas week. The two most emotional weeks of the season, and everyone knows it. That's from Twitter, and you can join the show at It's Vince Quinn because we're talking about Dallas week, and that's the thing about it is it's a week. It's a whole thing that we obsess over. There's no Washington week. There's no Giants week. It's Dallas week and Dallas week only. What is it about this rivalry? Why are you hooked? Why are you obsessed? Why is it this big thing? And you know what? And on the counter side of that, you might not think this is a good rivalry. And you might think it's overhyped. And I would love to hear your opinions on that as well. 888-729-9494, pound 9494. I'm Vince Quinn. But let's keep the conversation going with the rivalry. We got Jim in Delaware. Jim, you're on WIP. Uh, Hey, Vince. How's it going, man? Hey, I'm doing good. I haven't heard you on the radio before. Are you uh, are you new at WIP or? Uh, no, I, I hop in here and there. Late nights, usually I'll, I'll fill in for Big Daddy and stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy to be in the ten to two slot here with you tonight. So uh, what's on your mind? All right, cool. Um, so my mom is a Dallas fan. Oh. Yeah, and I I she tried making me a Dallas fan when I was a kid, you know, and I wore the gear and stuff. I didn't, you know. But once I really started knowing the game and really seeing the players and just being around other Eagles fans, you know, living in the area, I just, you know, naturally became an Eagles fan and mm-hmm. have loved the Eagles fans, you know, Eagles and their fans really ever since. So, yeah, so, uh, well, one good move by you can converting to the right side. But the other thing is, like, so what does it with uh, the rivalry then for you? Well, nowadays, I, I never hated the Cowboys so much than I do nowadays. Mostly because of the, you know, the younger guys they got, the shit they, they're showing off all the time. You know what I mean? I loved it when Dez dropped that ball. What was that last year? Or two years ago? <laughs> oh, against the Lions in the playoffs. Oh my God, I, I was loving that <laughs> because Dez was always one guy that really made me mad because he's on the sidelines yelling at his teammates all the time, and I just, I, I don't like that stuff. You know what I mean? On on a team, and Eagles are completely different than that nowadays. You know, this year especially. Oh, yeah, that, that no, locker room is awesome. No doubt about it. And, you know, Dez is such a great guy to mention specifically because he is that stereotypical, like, showboating diva kind of guy. And if you remember, Jerry Jones used to have to babysit him 24 hours a day. People oh, yeah. would just, yeah, just live with him and make sure he wasn't getting into trouble and, and doing it's what he was supposed ridiculous. to do. It's completely ridiculous. Athlete. Yeah, and so, like, you think of Dez Bryant on the Dallas Cowboys, and he's a reflection of Jerry Jones and then you've got Alshon Jeffrey here, who's been nothing but a model citizen, and he's a reflection right. of Lori. And, like, it's just great. It's great to be on this side of the rivalry. Absolutely. I love Jeffrey. He's a, you know, he's a big name coming in, but he doesn't, he doesn't act like it. He doesn't play like it. You know? 
Yeah, he's handled himself really well. And, and Jim, I appreciate the call. It's just, yeah, like, I've gotten responses like that on Twitter, by the way, too. It's it's so much about these players, these guys that Jerry Jones, who I just think is the biggest scumbag on the planet, guys that he signs regularly and drafts regularly to be a part of that team. And it really doesn't turn out well for him. It's It's really, it's great. It's great. You know, I don't think that Zeke should have been suspended. I don't think it was a necessary suspension, but you know what? I'm thrilled about it. And it's not like he didn't do anything to put himself in that situation. So for me as an Eagles fan, it's like, yeah, man, I mean, that guy's a scumbag. Get him out of here. Like, I screw him. Screw him. Screw Jerry. Go Birds. Let's talk to Dan in Levittown. Dan, what are your thoughts on the rivalry? Hey, how you doing, man? Um, you know, my, my whole life, um, I always had a friend that was a Dallas fan, like two or three of them, and um, I would always call them the Cowgirls my whole life. And uh, <laughs> I always thought the Eagles were just a stronger team than Dallas. Like, you know, the fans are tougher. The, the, the town is tougher. They come to the vet, and the vet was, like, rock solid. Their stadium was, like, all pretty and everything. And um, I remember when Michael Irvin um, got hurt. No. Yeah, Michael Irvin got hurt, and we everybody booed and cheered that he got hurt. <laughs> and um, not only that, about the past year in the NFL draft, that one guy, you know, when he came up and did the draft, he was all pumped up, acting like, uh, you know, five-time world champion, screaming at all the fans in, in uh, Philadelphia, which kind of ticked me off a little bit. So it was just kind of – I always had a rivalry my whole entire life. and It just kind of brings it back, and I still hate them just as much as I did, you know, 15 years ago. So, Well, yeah, and, and Dan, you're right on point with that, and I appreciate it because that is one of the things. Like, those guys, Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders specifically, really, they're basically the patron saints of Dallas Week. Like, those guys make this possible because the hatred for how much of a showboat that Deion Sanders was, how much of a showboat that Michael Irvin was, is just... It's so unlikable. <laughs> and it got to the point where that guy is injured and he's on the field. And nowadays, when you see a player on the other team get hurt for the most part, even if you don't like the guy, typically people are pretty quiet and respectful. And what did we do in Philadelphia then? Well, we're yeah, we're booing the crap out of Michael Irvin as he's broken on the vet turf and throwing stuff at him. Like, no one likes Michael Irvin, and he is a huge part of why Dallas week is a thing. Let's talk to Tom in Delaware. Tom, why are you in on this ra- rivalry? Or what do you think of the Dallas rivalry? Oh man, I've been, uh, so, so I live in Delaware and I've been an Eagles fan since the Roman Gabriel days. And I think that this Eagles team is the most exciting Eagles team I've seen ever. I mean, They've got the defense. They've got the offense. Uh, they finally have a leader out of the quarterback. And uh, there's no there's no team I fear right now. Well, yeah, you shouldn't because the way they're playing football right now is just – it's so impressive. They're winning games start to finish. It's its really – I mean, it, it's something we haven't seen in this town in a very, very long time. So we're like so – like so like the games we would have lost 
years ago were winning now, right? So, so those close games were winning, and that's key. You have to, you have to have a team that knows how to win, and this team definitely knows how to win. Yeah, no question about it. And Tom, I appreciate it. Like th- this team, that's the thing. They are so consistent and think of the number of times during the season where people have said and whether it's on you know people here hosting at the station or callers or social media or someone you see at work and it's this dirty phrase that's popped up all throughout the year this is a trap game oh look out this is a trap game it's the chargers it's the cardinals it's the giants it's a trap they've won all those games and it wasn't necessarily the most graceful thing but if you think about it, teams like Dallas, teams that are the caliber that Dallas is right now, those teams lose trap games because they're not mentally tough enough. They're not coached well enough. Their players aren't playing well enough or just not good enough. The Eagles aren't falling into that same trap. And that's because they're an excellent, well-rounded, well-coached, and just well-built team. I mean, the chemistry and the complementary skills that all these players have is just... It's out of this world good. And it's something that going into this week, because, hey, it is Dallas week and we are jacked up, and this is a four-day pregame show that we're doing right now to get into this thing. I feel great about this game. You kidding me? Usually you go into these games, you're like, oh, I don't know. Dallas is pretty good. And, And we'll probably do that for a long time now, which makes these games even better. The fact that Dallas is going to be really good again. But this week, man... They're not losing this game. There's no way in hell the Eagles are losing to Dallas this week. If I had money, I'd bet it. This is just such a wonderful spot to be in. No Zeke. They don't know what they're doing on offense. The Eagles are clicking on all cylinders. They're coming off the bye. I mean, this is a bloodbath coming up. Absolute bloodbath. And for me, I just can't wait to see Jerry Jones sat in the booth. You know the camera's going to be on him a lot, right? Because... He's going through all this stuff where the owners are trying to kick him out of the league. And Man, wouldn't it just be great if that happened? So they're going to get a lot of Jerry Jones. It's going to be a lot of sad Jerry Jones, and it's going to be the best. It's going to be so much fun. Now, another thing we got to get to here, I will take your calls about the rivalry we keep, as uh, we keep going here, but I want to talk about Louis C.K. for a minute because... There's been a lot of reports. Well, there was the one report specifically from the New York Times about Louie and how he basically would take women into hotel rooms and he'd pleasure himself in front of them. And it was this it's this big scandal. And there's a lot of bad press about Louis C.K. right now. And I don't condemn anything that he's done by any stretch of the imagination. I don't support it. And he's even come out and said that he apologized to some people before the piece had been published and he feels awful about it and whatever. So I don't support the act, and and by no means am I saying that. But there is more to the whole story, because the thing is, the recent trend has been with, like, Harvey Weinstein, for example. I've heard people say, I'm never going to watch a movie from the Weinstein company again. They're just going to whitewash it out of their minds. It just never happened. Any movie that that company ever produced, they will never watch it, care about it, talk about it. It's gone. It it just never happened. And to put that in perspective for you, the Eagles fan, Silver Linings Playbook, Weinstein Company movie. Do you watch it now? Probably, right? It's a good movie. 
and and that's the problem that I'm dealing with right now because for me, movies are one thing. I enjoy movies. I love comedy. And to have Louis C.K., a guy that I've idolized this guy. I've loved everything that Louis C.K. has done for the last, what, 10, 15 years? I mean, the guy's the king of comedy. It's like him and Dave Chappelle and everyone else. And I've had the, the opportunity to go and see Louis live. I watched every episode of his show when it came out. I love his specials. I've seen them multiple times. And to have this thing come out, I still want to watch his stuff. Does that make me a bad guy? Am I wrong for saying that I know he did something bad and I don't support it, but his specials are really good. He produced absolutely hilarious stuff. Here's a clip from one of his specials. This is Louis C.K. from around 2010 talking about cell phones. We're all just so mad. I hate my phone sucks. No, it doesn't. It's amazing. The sh- cell phone in the world is a miracle your life sucks around the phone and he's totally right like that's what makes louis ck so good as a comedian is he's been able to get a lot of things that people want to say and things that people feel about society and parenting and and whatever and he just lays it out there he had a bit once where he talked about he's like yeah i love being a parent but uh, have I ever had days where I just want to, you know, grab my kid and drown him in the river? Like, yes. And no parent's ever going to say that, but a lot of people laughed when he said the joke. And that tells you something. And so it, it's such a weird space for me to be in because I love the guy. I love the guy. I mean, he's done some fantastic stuff over the years. He, he's an artist. And to then to just go and be like, ah, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not going to watch him anymore because he, he committed something. I just, I can't do that. I'm still going to watch his specials. And does that make me a bad guy? I don't know, but that's how I feel. And you can let me know, 888-729-9494, pound 9494, or you can uh, tweet me. It's Vince Quinn on Twitter. So when we come back, we're going to keep the calls rolling, going to talk about the rivalry week. And also... Joel Embiid is doing something that is, it's beyond the court, and it's beyond the floor, and it's nationwide, and we'll talk about that next. You know, the Zeke return there, it's just so fitting. Because when it comes to rivalry week, Zeke is one of the guys that does make it special for me now. Over the last couple of years, i got to be honest with you, A lot of the Cowboys, the the most notable Cowboys that have been on the team, really haven't cared too much about them. I haven't hated those guys. Tony Romo, for example, I thought Romo was a good quarterback. I thought he was a good quarterback that took a lot of crap because he was the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Pretty good player. Played through a lot of injuries. I respected Tony Romo. Zeke, not so much. Not so much. I think he's a fantastic player. But, man, as a guy, no. Oh, God, he's just so repulsive. And the other thing with Zeke, too, is, and and this is something I haven't experienced in a long time. When I was a young kid, I used to be just super angry and lashing out and throwing fits and all this stuff. I I was a damn mess as a kid. But I used to have that feeling a lot where you'd see someone and you just want to punch them in the face. You never talk to them. You don't know anything about that person. You've never seen them. Heard, you haven't even heard them speak a single syllable. You just want to knock their teeth out. <laughs> I felt that feeling a lot as a kid. Well, 
Zeke is one of those guys that I look at him and just like, I just I hate your I hate your face so much. You're just terrible. And on top of that, it's the fact that he is a cowboy and he does have the domestic abuse stuff. And all of those things, they all play together. And when I get to the rivalry now, the rivalry aspect, because when you're talking about a rivalry, you do need two teams that are close enough to each other. It can't be a blowout every time. If it's a one-sided thing, like the New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills is not a rivalry. Why? Because the Patriots always win. So who cares? Any team in the AFC North, so you're talking like the Steelers, Bengals, whatever, uh, Ravens, any of those teams versus the Browns, it's not a rivalry because the Browns always lose. For the Eagles and the Cowboys, I mean, flip a coin. And Zeke makes it all that much better as the Eagles get better. We looked so forward to these games going into the season, and, and with good reason. Zeke is super hateable. All the comparisons between Dak and Wentz, it, it gets into this like, I almost feel like uh, I'm in a relationship and I got to stand up for my man. You know what I mean? Like it's, this is Carson Wentz and that's my man. And you don't say anything about Carson. That's my quarterback. All right. Now I'm sounding like Terrell Owens is a cowboy, which is a whole different story. (laughs) But yeah, this rivalry thing, the rivalry week aspect of Dallas is, is so real Dallas week. So what is it for you? Uh, what drives this thing? What gets you so pumped up? Like someone said at the beginning of the show, and I thought this was great. It's like a bolt of lightning hits him when it's Dallas week. Why is that? I want to talk to Anthony and Glassboro about it. Anthony, what is it about this rivalry? What What is it for you? Man, when I was a kid, Vince, um, I just like, I, it was like this one game where it was a Halloween game where Emmett Smith beat the crap out of us. And he ran for, like, over 200 yards. And I had to go to school the next day dealing with all these, I don't even know how they're Cowboys fans. Oh, your team stinks. Your team, you know, this and that. They're trash, and I'm still supporting my team. And then it gets and then it gets even, like, the story gets better because, you know, I date a girl from South Philly later in my life, and her whole parents are, are uh, Dallas Cowboys fans. I'm like, how? Like, what is, what is wrong? <laughs> And then, and then I'm over there having Thanksgiving dinner with them, and they're like, oh, well, we all became Cowboys fans because the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. They're America's team. And I'm like, we, we, live, we live in Philly. We live outside of Philly. Like, what, how, are, how is this our team? I, I don't understand that. And, I, and then now what you were just saying about Zeke, every time he gets a first down, he's got to do that feed me. Th- I yeah. It's just so like the the fans are annoying. The, the players are annoying. You got the owner. It's annoying. It's just it, it, that's where the hatred's at for me. Yeah. And, oh man, Anthony, I love the fire, man. That's awesome. He, he's dead on. Like to to get Cowboys fans that just kind of pop up willy nilly is just really weird to me because they are really the lone team that does that to the extent that they do it. There's so many Cowboys fans when you pop. Uh, the question to them of like, why, why are you a Dallas fan? What is it? You live in Philadelphia, all of your friends and neighbors and coworkers, all the people that you know and care about and love, all of those people are Eagles fans. Why? What is wrong with you? You just want to shake them. Oh, they're America's team. Like, okay. Is McDonald's America's cheeseburger? Maybe, but I'm going to go to Wendy's. Like, (laughs) I just don't, why buy into this thing? Like, America's team, by the way, the idea of Dallas being America's team was was just drawn up 
by somebody at NFL Films in the 70s. It was just something they threw in there because they thought it sounded good. That's it. Still going today. Simple marketing thing, basically. It's unbelievable that it's had that kind of sway, but but people buy into it. As crazy and ridiculous as that sounds, people buy into the idea of the Dallas Cowboys in part because the name of being America's team. It's really bizarre. Think for yourself. Are they America's team? No, not even close. There is no America's team at this point. It, It just doesn't work that way anymore. Get off the bandwagon. Wake up. Support the team in your neighborhood. The team that all the people that you know and care about root for. It's better for everyone. Let's talk to Jim in Northeast Philly about it. Jim, what do you think about this rivalry? Oh, man, I'm so excited, Vince, about the rivalry, and I'm so excited about your intensity behind it. Um, the rivalry is important for me for two things, and you touched on it a little bit ago. Um, it's a time when both teams have the potential, not just for now, but for the years to come, to be, to be good and to, to battle it out um, you know, for the division. Um, it's not really a rivalry, like you said, when one team is dominant, like you made the comparison between the Patriots and and the Bills. You follow me? This team has – this rivalry, you know, it it just intensifies because they both have the potential to to own a division, um, you know, for the next couple of years. And the the other thing that gets me going is is fans. So I had some coworkers who uh, traveled out to to Dallas for Eagles – uh, Dallas Eagles games, and they said the fans in the stadium aren't so bad. It's our local, it's the local fans who live in the two one five who claim to be Dallas fans, and the furthest west they've ever traveled was the Overbrook in the city. That really drives me up the wall. <laughs> it should, like uh, you know, there's there's one level of Cowboys fan that I can really understand and respect, and that's just if your if your parents were Cowboys fans when you're growing up and they're diehards. And if for you, when you when you're a kid, naturally you're going to take after the team that your your parents are rooting for and buying your clothes for, and maybe even getting tickets to see the game of. Like, I get that, but for all these other people just popping out of the woodwork, I just I don't understand. I agree. I agree. I have a friend of mine who's a who's a Dallas fan only because of of the uh, Michael Vick and the um and the dog incident several years ago. So I can't support the Eagles because of wait, that reason. Wait, 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 no, Jim, I got to slow you down for a second, Jim. So, wait, how, how did, how did the Michael Vick thing? Oh, so they hate the They hate the Eagles so much because they signed Vick that they became a Cowboys fan. Exactly. And oh. I said, so you're supporting Dallas. He said, well, I can't support. I said, you live in a city, born and raised in a city, but you can't support uh, the Philadelphia Eagles because, uh, because you, you signed Michael Vick, and no one from that team is on the team, but yet you support the Dallas Cowboys and what's going on with Zeke Elliott. I mean, you, you got you comparing apples to oranges for me, at least. I don't know what you think. Well, yeah, no, it's it's really uh, well. I mean, it, it's complicated, but <laughs> I get where you're going, Jim. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Yeah, I don't want to just I don't want to be here and flat out equate Zeke and Vick. I mean, it's a really complicated thing. But oh, wait, hold on a second. I I think I hear something. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, something's in the water. It's Ben from Westchester, and Ben is a Dallas fan. Ben, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic to speak with me. No, no, it, it's, I mean, it's, uh, I like to go around and, and listen to some sports radio, get a little bit of entertainment. It's just been ridiculous tonight, man. I, can't, <laughs> I had to call in. All right, yeah, get, let's go. Bring it. I just... 
It's kind of like you ever have an ex-girlfriend that gets drunk and texts you and she just can't get over it. It's kind of <laughs> like the Eagles fans in Dallas when you just can't get over the 90s. Listen, you romped the Cowboys in the 2000s. Yep. You're better. You're a better team probably this Sunday. Get over it. Good Lord. <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm like I don't even care about the '90s stuff. Uh, I'm I'm with you on that. The '90s don't matter anymore because it's it's 20 years ago. Like when was the last championship? '96. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that, everybody keeps on bringing up uh, the Cowboys have such bad players on their team. I can't stand the owner. Jerry Jones made millions working hard. He's a true American. How can you hate that dude? Uh, I I don't like a lot about him. I don't. I just don't like his temperament. He's always out and about with like young models and, and trying to hook up with them and stuff. He, he's embarrassing. Embarrassing. Has that actually been confirmed? Any like stories or well, just like yeah? Uh, there's pictures. You gesture. can you can find pictures of Jerry Jones with young women doing like weird stuff in bathrooms. Yeah, absolutely. It's everywhere. Yeah, he's a he's a weird old dude. I'm sure Jeffrey Laurie has some of that stuff. You know when he goes up when your when your owner goes up to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> Dude walks around the island in Patriots gear. You know that, right? Yeah, I don't care about that too much if he's doing it. Um, because, really? yeah, okay. I, I really don't. Because, look, he owns the team. He's he's sunk a billion plus into this team, essentially. So as long as he's not throwing games for the Patriots, which he's not, then it really doesn't matter. Look, they're NFL owners. They're buddies with each other. And so, yeah, if he supports Robert Kraft, who's his buddy, by wearing a Patriots jersey, I don't have much yeah. of a problem with that. All right, and then everybody hates Zeke when... Yep. No, there's okay. So Zeke, so Zeke has this whole thing. Yeah, this Zeke has this whole thing going mm-hmm. on. Um, he was never prosecuted. Never charges never came down because she was caught on text lying. So then you guys have who Smallwood? Dude was let off of a murder charge, man. Yeah. Because the witness never stepped up. Like he's throwing stones in, in a glass house, man. Okay. Well, you know what? And Ben, that is a really good point. And people do try to forget about that stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, Smallwood's Smallwood does have issues and Jalen Mills has had issues and Alex, yeah. I, I don't know if it was Alex McAllister and I don't want to say, I, I don't want to put him specifically. So uh, I'll say Mills and Smallwood specifically, uh, those guys do, do have issues. And, and for the Eagles, like you hope that, uh, and Smallwood, it's like, it was intimidating a witness and Jalen Mills, it was some sort of domestic incident. Yeah. So yeah, uh, all that stuff too. But as far as being a fan, yeah, I I born and raised in Philadelphia. I will say, my fandom is bad parenting just because <laughs> I was grown up and no one ever told me, no one ever told me that uh, I had to be an Eagles fan. So I turned on the TV, Cowboys game before the game ended, the very beginning of the game. I said I'm going to root for the Cowboys. I was six years old. They won, and then that was it. And you know, I have no. I'm not going to change now. I'm not a flip flopper. I had a buddy who only likes the Eagles because he likes McNabb, and you know, born and raised in Philly, but he was a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. He flipped the Eagles because he liked McNabb. I mean, that's more of a flip flopper than than I am sticking with the Cowboys. I mean, last time it's a free country, right? I can root for whomever I want, right? Well, yeah, exactly. And I I support you on that. Ben. You know, if your parents were getting you in on that vibe, then like, man, for you being a Dallas fan, I get it. Um. I would wonder, well, how about this? How did your parents become Dallas fans? No, no, I'm sorry. They, nobody watched sports. I didn't explain that. Oh, okay. No one watched sports. I'm the only person in my family that likes sports, except my uncle, but he lives out in Cal- uh, California. So I was the only one that watched sports. So nobody cared who I rooted for. So nobody even cared that I was a Dallas fan. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, yeah, so it was, it was kind of like 
kind of bad parenting on like uh, on their fault. So, and then uh, the Eagles fans hate the Cowboys fans. I don't get it either. I know a lot of Dallas fans that are annoying and they're stupid and they just <laughs> want to fall back. They just want to fall back on the championships. It's like, well, you know, let's just look at the team we have we have this year and and try to and try to beat the Eagles on Sunday. That would be glorious. I would love it, but is what it is. Yeah, it, it is, and it's it's going to be a win for the birds. I'm sorry, Ben. I'm, I'm sorry to break no, it to you. Dude, I I kind of agree. I mean, the top three players on that team are out. Tyron Smith, probably one or two best tackles in the league. Yeah, Sean done. Lee is, is yeah, Sean Lee. He's the defensive MVP of that team every single year. Unfortunately, uh, dude just always gets hurt. Uh, very smart player and gets that defense in the right uh, mindset. And also Zeke. I think he's probably top three back in the league. So, um, you know, you get the top three players on that team out. It's going to be a pretty rough sledding against that defense that's playing pretty well. And Carson Wentz, dude's a beast, man. I'll give it up to him. He's a good football player. Well, you're a good Dallas fan. And, Ben, I appreciate you calling in. You take it easy, man. It. Yeah. So, so, hey, that was a fun conversation. Ben's an interesting guy. And, yeah, I, I do appreciate that call. Now, one of the things going on here, by the way, uh, we're going to talk about that that rings argument that Ben just brought up there. The, the idea of people saying, Oh, well, how many rings you got? Like the most, it's just the most, vi- it's the worst song you've ever heard. Uh, we're going to talk about that when we come back and why it's so ridiculous. I'm Vince Quinn. If you want to get in 888-729-9494 pound nine, four, nine, four gets you with me for the next hour. You can also join the show on Twitter at it's Vince Quinn. Don't go anywhere. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.